1: You're listening to Fresh FM, I'm Matt, joined in the studio once again by Chris from the Nelson Film Society, which means it's time for us to look at the upcoming film showing at the Souter, uh, Tuesday the 17th of August. Kia ora Chris. Kia ora Matt. Uh, nice to see you in here again today, how are you doing? Good thank you, it's another nice day to be here, I hope it still is on Tuesday. Yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So um, I've got this strange feeling that we've already... Discussed this film maybe earlier in the year.
0: Yeah, you're right. We discussed it in late February. It's um, a matter of life and death, and it was to have been the first film for our uh-huh. 2021 season. <laughs> yeah. Um, problem though, we had already allocated 150 tickets and were expecting a full house for the opening night. Then, boom. COVID broke out in Auckland, you remember? Yeah, that's right. And we were suddenly restricted to a gathering of just 100 and there was no time to reissue tickets or or to even think about doubling the screening on the night, so we abandoned it.
1: Ah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So how did you manage to uh, fit it into August? How did you find a
0: space? (laughs) Well, we hadn't programmed for the next two weeks because it was to have been the time for the International Film Festival, but the organisers of that have decided to postpone it this year until late November in the hope that we've all been inoculated by then. Um, Anyway Paolo Rotunda who's the curator for the Italian Film Festival which is running at the Suter in late August allowed us to fit two films within his program and so lo and behold a matter of life and death is back on track. Uh, Cool that's that's really good news.
1: So um, just (laughs) remind me when was it filmed and It's
0: regarded as something of a classic, yeah? Yes, indeed. Um, It's a film from 1946, and it's full of optimism, because the Second World War is ended.
1: (laughs) Okay, an optimistic film should uh, seem fairly appropriate,
0: uh, now that we've got a vaccine being rolled out soon for everyone. Yeah, true enough. Uh, But A Matter of Life and Death actually tells of a bomber pilot played by David Niven and he's had to bail out of his stricken plane without a parachute. Yeah now that does not sound particularly optimistic Chris. Well he certainly thinks it's going to mark the end of his life. Um, As he tells June she's the bomber command controller with whom he has his last words. But there's a miracle He lands in the sea, and somehow he survives. And he meets June, and they live happily ever after. Uh, Not quite. His survival (laughs) is only temporary. It's due to a slip-up at the gates to heaven. Uh, An emissary from heaven in the form of a dandified pre-revolutionary French aristocrat who's played by Marius Goring uh, tells Peter that um, his survival is a mere clerical error and he's expected back in the afterlife right away. Uh, Well, Peter complains that he's fallen in love with June, and it's not fair. He's entitled to remain below. Okay, it's all sounding fairly weird, so what happens now? Well, it all leads to an elaborate trial in which Peter is prosecuted by an American lawyer. Um, As it happens, June, that's the bomber command controller, is also American, and Raymond Massey, who plays this part, argues that a good American girl is not suitable for this decadent Brit.
1: Okay, all right. Um, So there's got to be a hidden
0: agenda somewhere around here. Yeah, there is. (laughs) Um, At the end of the war, the British American relationship was somewhat strained. Uh, the Americans were not sympathetic to the Brits' attempts to re-establish their empire, especially right. by hanging on in India. Right, yeah. And uh, not only that, the British weren't too keen on the French at this time, thinking that they'd given in to Germany too easily. So that would count <laughs> for the portrayal of the French gatekeeper as so effete and dandified. And it should be noted also that when A Matter and Life of Death was released in 1946, that was the same year that Winston Churchill coined the term special relationship for the future liaison between America and Britain, Mm -hmm. and that's an idea that the film finds itself debating. I could tell you what Peter Bradshaw, the Guardian newspaper's critic, said. Yeah, go on. Well, he said that the directors, and this is quoting him, Powell and Pressburger are telling America and the world that just as squadron leader Peter Carter does not want to go to heaven, so Britain itself is not dead. It does not deserve to be consigned to history along with those effete (laughs) and irrelevant peri Frenchmen. Britain lives in partnership with America. <laughs> uh, far,
1: it's pretty deep.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Intriguingly, too, it was in 2017 that the film was re-released in this restored version that we're going to screen. And that was the year that the Brits voted to leave the common market. So the portrayal of the French in a negative fashion <laughs> could also be prophetic. Uh, yeah. So so what do you think you're uh, – yeah, no.
1: <laughs> sorry. So do you think your audience will see this as a political film?
0: Well, it's not necessary to read it like that. Um, The film was enormously successful as romantic fiction. The love affair is central to the tale. Uh, Plus, it was a tour de force of filming. How? In what way? Well, basically, in its use of colour and black and white. Um, Ah. Colour required a very expensive process using three times as much film as black and white so that it would provide three different tints and they blended that into one for technicolour projection and it was also very fortunate that by 1946 the armed forces no longer had a right to all the film stock and so it helped too that Michael Powell uh, one of the two directors was an expert with the use of colour film. Okay, so was there a purpose
1: in switching from black and white to colour in the film?
0: Yes, He used colour for the present, for the scenes in The Burning Plain and on Earth with Joan and various helpers, and he kept black and white for the sequences in heaven. Uh, As it happens, the modernist architecture in those scenes also echo those from the famous German movie, which was Fritz Lang's Metropolis, um, silent film of the 1927, I think. Many Film Society members are familiar with that. Okay. It's a movie that's been traditionally screened quite often. Sure. Incidentally, that section that looks like a futuristic science fiction movie is said to have inspired George Lucas, who got some of his ideas from this film for the Star Wars series. Oh, well,
1: there you go. So are you expecting Film Society members to enjoy this one?
0: Well, I'll let you know the result of the people's voting after the film next week. Um, I'm sure it will score highly. The critic who I just quoted, that was Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian, uh, he gave it five stars. Wow, Okay.
1: Uh, Is it a members-only movie
0: as usual? Yeah, I'm afraid so, Um, apart from being cinema being full, we've only got club rights to screen it uh, and unfortunately memberships still in abeyance until the numbers booking each Tuesday have declined a little. But people who want to join are welcome to go to nelsonfilmsociety.org.nz and register their wish to be included on the waiting list. We have about 30 on that list at the moment. Every week we have had a few free seats. They've been contributed by people who've emailed our president to say that they're unable to use their book ticket and we reissue those on the night okay. and so we have out- haven't actually had to turn anyone away. Well, that's good yet. news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've made you, if I've made you anyone desperate to see a matter of <laughs> life and death, you can get it from online sources, including YouTube. Oh, wow. So it is, you can find it for your television, but it won't be quite the same as seeing it on the large screen at the suitor because we're using the newly restored 4K version. <laughs> oh, good. That'll look, uh, yeah, a lot better than a YouTube yes, stream. I'm yes, it say. will. It'll yeah, be yeah. great.
1: Okay. And so you're back again, I think, next week, and you're going to be talking about Vincent Ward's The Navigator. Now, I'm pretty sure that's a fantasy that also mixes black and white and colour. Is that
0: correct? Yes, it is. And that's really why we chose it. Uh, It's not even in our brochure, because we didn't know we'd be able to find, uh, you know, one more film because Mm. of the extra space. And we chose that one because it's also a fantasy. It's about um, some guys in the northern hemisphere in the Middle Ages who dig... A deep, deep hole and pop up (laughs) in Ponsonby uh, around 1995, I think, or might have been a little earlier. The film was made in 1988. Um, Take a hell of a long time to dig that hole.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It certainly would. There's something about a molten core that might
0: sort of... (laughs) Get in the way. Get in the
1: way just a little bit. And I
0: actually think that they... Well, it doesn't say where they've started out from, although it looks like the UK, but um, if you really were one to dig a hole directly through would have to be from Portugal <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah yeah see we, we live under a bit of a misnomer I think that uh, that the UK is directly opposite of that's no, what I've not always quite. thought
0: it's Portugal wow <laughs> oh well there anyway the, it, the that's a great film too and it's another classic in a way but it's a New Zealand classic yeah. and since people like Maori so much which is a New Zealand classic we thought right we'll put another one in
1: Excellent, excellent. Oh, that is fantastic news, Chris. So we have uh, got this uh, very intriguing-sounding, A Matter of Life and Death. Now, if you are looking forward to it and you didn't get to see it because of uh, COVID, your chance next week if you are a Film Society member. So Mm. it's showing at Suda Cinema, Tuesday the 17th of August at 6. As usual, more details can be found on the... Uh, Nelson Film Society website, which is nelsonfilmsociety.org.nz, and you can also register there for the waiting list if you are wanting to become a member.
0: That's fine, thank you.
1: Hey, no problems, Chris. Uh, I hope you enjoy the film. Uh, obviously, you've, you, you, you've you've seen it before, but I hope you uh, get a kick out of seeing it again, and we'll catch up again next week.